Free Spirit Academy is about the freedom to be fully yourself beyond any trauma that may have been accumulated through our families, religions, education systems, cultural conditioning, and beyond. Our bodies hold our trauma, but they also hold our truth. My name is Randy Moss. I practice eating psychology coaching and somatic experiencing, and I'm grateful that you're here for these talks and conversations. time in the somatic healing world, you're likely familiar with the concept of the body saying no. I will also often say that the body has a language that it speaks. Sensation, emotion, pleasure, and pain, reactions and responses that say no, and reactions and responses that say yes. And it takes a lot of time and practice to understand that language. For example, as someone who struggled with binge and emotional eating for many years, on the surface, it might have seemed that if I were to listen to my body, that my body wanted to binge, that it was a yes from the body. And if that were true, then it would certainly seem like my body wasn't trustworthy and that what was needed was this huge amount of willpower and control. But deeper listening would reveal a lot more than what was on the surface beginning with how I would feel after a binge, which was just sick and stuffed and numb, and learning to feel into that, which was very challenging, told me that this wasn't actually what my body wanted because the result was pain. The result was painful and the whole experience wasn't actually wanted. In the healing process, as I continued listening, I learned to stay with my body during a binge, actually while I was eating. And I could feel the intensity of survival energy and and racing of my thoughts that would actually begin to soften from the first bite. And in this, I was starting to feel, experientially feel, not just read somewhere, that there was an attempt doing something good in this unstoppable behavior that I had spent so much time hating myself for and trying to change. And while it didn't make me feel good, it would briefly quiet and soften the intensity of what I'd been feeling before that. Eventually, I would be able to experience a binge urge and not let it run away with me. And, and when I say that, it still, it still felt like a death. It felt like my system had learned very well what to do with overwhelm, and it had worked in a limited way, but it made me feel as as if I was going to die unless I followed through. And as I learned to feel that feeling, that urge, I realized it didn't actually feel like true want, true desire. There was no expansiveness or pulling forwards towards something. It was, it may have been a pulling forward, but it was contracted. It was urgent. It was compulsive. Not an I want to so much as I have to, or I'll die. I won't be able to bear this pain, this feeling, if I don't do this. Part of the process of transforming my relationship to food was 
also learning to nourish my body in a way that included listening. There was and continues to be a lot of advice on intuitive eating that offers a just eat whatever you want perspective. And one of the intentions of this being, if you're a person who's been extremely controlled around food, your body can respond with this intense compulsive urge to eat far beyond that in order to get needs met for nutrients and pleasure and calories, etc. And I took this. I started eating what I wanted instead of staying locked into the ideas about a perfect diet. And simultaneously, I was in my body, not just looking for a yes in the form of cravings, but also in how I felt after eating. So did I feel balanced and nourished and satiated? Or was there this this angsty longing for something more? Was Were there symptoms that developed? Was I out of balance? Again, taking want from a very holistic perspective. Did I want what I was eating just in that moment? Or did I want the whole experience of eating it and the result that it had in my embodied experience? And lastly, another strong response that we can get from the body is in the way that we feel when we start to slow down with something or slow down in general. For many of us, there can be a surge of anxiety or a noticing of anxiety or discomfort in removing or lessening distraction or stimulation. What slowing down actually can do is allow us to meet our anxious parts and overwhelmed parts and confused and uncomfortable parts. Slowing down, quieting down, allows experiences that are not fully digested or understood to come to the surface. There's reasons why it can be easier to be constantly busy or constantly distracted or why being in the moment can feel so hard because as romantic or magical as some might make it sound, the present moment is often going to first offer us whatever pain we have stored or survival responses that didn't get to complete themselves. Just because we feel this when we slow down doesn't mean the body is saying no to slowing down. Because again, to look at this potential experience holistically, as we sit with pain and learn from it, let it soften or get louder or whatever it needs to do, we can also find moments of relief and opening and safety integration, understanding. In sessions with clients leaning heavily into somatic experiencing, I often will hold back from giving um, advice or feedback, even if maybe mentally I'm getting excited because I see some pattern or possible next step or insight. But most of the time, I'm looking to create a safe enough space to slow down enough that their body starts speaking and processing, maybe getting louder and more uncomfortable before it gets softer and clearer, and and not to feel everything at once, but just feeling for the layer under the surface. From here, I often find that the person in front of me finds their own clarity or peace or understanding of whatever it was that was causing them pain. Just because a feeling is uncomfortable 
doesn't mean it's a no. Just because a feeling is scary doesn't mean it's a no. It might be a too much or a slow down, but not necessarily a no. Our bodies are trustworthy. They hold our pain and trauma until we're ready and able to process, and they develop coping mechanisms to get us by in the meantime. And as we work through the layers, we also find that the body holds our truth. this episode. For more updates on courses, classes, one-on-one mentorships, and more, go to randymoss.com, R-A-N-D-E-M-O-S-S.com. And thank you so much for listening.